Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. On today's episode, of course, we're going to be previewing the Chicago Bulls game against the New Orleans Pelicans at home in the shy tonight. We're also going to talk about Andre Drummond, an update to his injury status. Is he going to play tonight? And then his comments on Patrick Williams. We're going to get to all that plus some more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. So Andre Drummond has said on his Twitch that he will probably be he's probably going to be playing tonight against the New Orleans Pelicans. And he said that he's definitely excited about it. And why this is important, because the Pelicans are a team that does have legit legit size and we need as much help on the interior defense as we can possibly get when you're playing a team with Zion Williamson and Valanciunas on it. So with that being said, Andre Drummond making his return today after missing six games in a row is going to be huge for the Chicago Bulls. I can't say enough how much it means to have him out there. And we'll be previewing the game here in a second and go over what I want to see from the Bulls in that game. But having an, an Andre Drummond Back on that Chicago Bulls bench, we already know, solidifies it, puts us back as the best bench in the NBA, and we need his size, his rebounding, especially against a team that's rebounding at the rate that the New Orleans Pelicans do. Now, the New Orleans Pelicans are one of the best teams uh, as far as rebounding teams in the league. Um, they rank a couple of spots above us, but really there's only between the averages like one and a half uh, difference in how many rebounds we're averaging uh, the uh below the New Orleans Pelicans they're averaging 45.8 rebounds per game whereas the Chicago Bulls right now are averaging 44.3 so not a huge as far as the the number but they are one of the better rebounding teams in the league and us to have both of our double digit rebounding centers in this game is going to be highly important for it now I want to talk about some of the other comments that uh, Andre Drummond did make on that same stream he did talk about Patrick Williams and he says this Pat reminds him of a young Kawhi Leonard and that Pat has a lot to his game that he's unaware of so far. And that really does add into this thing of why we need to have patience with Patrick Williams. I understand the Bulls fans that P. Will's a fourth overall pick and they have this expectation, that expectation. But when you pair that in with the recent interview that, that Laurie Marketing had, and he talked about how, you know, things went left for him um, in, in Chicago in the last couple of years, the years there, really just getting to the point to where basketball wasn't fun for him anymore. I think when we hear Patrick Williams talk uh, lately about not thinking so much out there, just going off his instincts, it's really the same thing, getting back to having fun playing basketball. And you know, the, this I don't want to make a one-for-one comparison with the with the resurgence that Laurie Markin is having over in Utah because he's still basically the focal point of that offense down in Utah, but are up in uh, up it's up right up in Utah. But with that being said, like this is why we do need to have patience with Patrick Williams. He's coming along, 
And Patrick Williams, with the makeup of this team, is never going to be the volume score that some Bulls fans seem to look at for a look for him to be just because he was the fourth overall pick. It's going to take time for the scoring to come along. But what we've seen from Patrick Williams in the last handful of games is very good defense, activity rebounding the ball, a lack of hesitation shooting the ball. He's taking his open shots. He needs to hit him at a, at a better clip, of course. But everybody sees it. And the thing is, I've been saying this all summer. When it comes to Patrick Williams, it's just about him realizing what he can do, him playing free, him realizing, hey, if I put the ball on the floor, just building up that confidence. And Billy Donovan did that. He, When Billy Donovan was not allowing Patrick Williams to play over 15, 16 minutes per game, he was basically pulling him when he was playing good so that that confidence level builds. Now we're at Patrick Williams, what, four out of the last five games or something like that, he scored in double digits, which is great and a huge uptick for him. He's taken more shots than what he has usually in his career. He's not hitting him at the clip that we would like. I got to keep saying that to admit it and, and hold hold it accountable there. But he's coming along. And I really do think a Patrick Williams on this team, with the way that this team is made up, if he can get to averaging 10 to 12 points with six, seven rebounds, a block per game, which he's been getting, like that is that is extremely with great defense is extremely important for this team in the makeup of this current team. It's he's it's, the team isn't made up for him to get a bunch of shots. And I do think and I hope that Bulls fans realize that we do have to have patience with these players. We look at development as this linear thing, or we look at these players as being robotic. It takes different time for everyone. So yes, while Patrick Williams was a fourth overall pick, he did not come in getting the usual usage of a of a fourth round pick. I mean, a fourth overall pick. So because of that, it's going to take some time. But we need to remember that while you know we see these players all day, and sometimes it can it's hard to just keep in mind that they still have a lot of room to develop. Patrick Williams is 21. Yes, entering his third season, which most of his second season got taken away from him. Io still has tons of potential. Dylan Terry has tons of potential, and even Kobe White. Now, potential isn't always realized. I'm not saying that we need to just give these players a pass because of their potential. Not what I'm saying at all. But that potential is still there, and it seems like AK and Eversley are still invested. And getting that potential out of these players. And we'll talk about Kobe White specifically a little bit towards the end and back half of this show. But again, shout out to Andre Drummond. It's going to be good to see him on the court if he does end up playing tonight, which I hope to see. And we'll talk about Kobe here towards the end. Now, the Bulls do uh, face the Pelicans today. And the Pelicans come into this game as of right now being the highest rated offense in the NBA right now with averaging 118 points per game. Now, they come in also as the 20th ranked defense in the NBA allowing 114.6 points per game. So, you know, that 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 is where you can you can sometimes find fault with the New Orleans Pelicans. If the Bulls are going to have a solid game against the Pelicans, it's going to have to come by them taking advantage and exploiting how how bad the uh the the Pelicans defense is at times. I'm not sitting here trying to make it seem like they're one of the worst defenses in the league. They're not. And they're seventh in the NBA in point differential, so they're still getting it done more times than not. But with that being said, that is where we can exploit this team is try to find, make force them to have lapses on the defensive end. We have to execute offensively, but we also can't can't bend. We can't just allow them to get whatever they want in the middle. I would say this. This is a team which I feel a little bit more comfortable making them be a jump shooting team. If you can make them be a, a try to try to score on us from shooting and we can we can stop the penetration. I don't know if the Bulls have the. Personnel to do so, Patrick Williams has typically guarded Zion pretty well so far in, in their matchups. Again, not excellently. He's not shutting Zion down. That's not happening at all. But this is going to be a game where if the Bulls can play with that defensive focus that we've seen at certain times, if we if they can lock in and play with that defensive focus, they can get in this game. They can. We have the ability to kick it up the intensity on a defensive level that the Pelicans just don't have 
on their team right now. We need to exploit that. We need to use that against the Pelicans tonight. We have to have everybody locked in. When you look at this lineup, they are starting Brandon Ingram as the shooting guard on this team. C.J. McCollum is the starting point guard. You got Herb Jones as the starting three. Then you got Zion, and then you got Valachunas, right? And that's not even going into what they can be bringing off the bench. So this Bulls team has to be locked in here at home. I said it before. I want to see the Bulls start uh, stringing together some wins. I want to see one streak start to go. If you can win on the, against the Toronto Raptors and then against the New Orleans Pelicans back-to-back, that says a lot about this team because these are both teams that have strengths to their game that are weaknesses for the Chicago Bulls. The Toronto Raptors being length and height and the uh, New Orleans Pelicans being size and the ability to penetrate and, and score in the paint. We have to stop that. We have to try to stop that as much as we can and not allow the bleeding. This is a game where don't expect Vooch to necessarily score a lot of points. We're going to need somebody else to step up offensively because Vooch is going to have his work cut out for him down there, not just because of Valanciunas, but also monitoring for any type of, uh, of lanes and, and things that Zion could get into. We are going to have to play team defense against Zion, and I think we can play pretty good defense, especially against C.J. McCullum. When you look at Io and Caruso, always one of them being on him. Zach is going to have to step up defensively as we've seen him do at certain points this season, especially against Brandon Ingram. But this is a game where you can't take anything for granted. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. The Bulls allow this team to get on a run or to just to murder them in the paint. It's going to be an ugly game for the Chicago Bulls. They're going to have to they're going to have to really utilize a very similar offensive strategy to what they used in that last game against the Toronto Raptors, and that's moving the ball intentionally, not allowing the New Orleans Pelicans defense to set up. Even though they're not, we talked about it, not ranked very high in defensively, the twentieth ranked defense, but you don't want to allow them to set up. You don't want to allow them a chance to get a bunch of defensive rebounds to take away extra possessions from you guys, right? You 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 have to push the the pace in transition when you get uh steals, buckets, the, the, I mean deflections, things like that. The Bulls are going to have to lock in, like I said, use a very similar strategy to what they use because Herb Jones is a monster defensively, and him guarding uh D- D- um Demar. It's going to be interesting to see how DeMar counteracts that length. How does he deal with it? Is this another game where, where DeMar turns into more of a facilitator and we make, we don't necessarily see the scoring output that we've seen from DeMar? It's, it's going to be a fun game to watch. And I, I, for one, I love seeing Zion play, but I need to see my Bulls get a win. I would love to see them get their second straight win at home. On top of that, as we're in the, this is a second game of a three-game three homestand. So we'll see what the Bulls can do with the Pelicans in that. And it's going to be, it's drastically important that the Bulls play the defense to the level that we expect this defense to play. And with that defense, one of the key things about the Chicago Bulls defense and getting out in transition that have happened is having Caruso with 49 deflections and Javante Green with 34 deflections so far in, in, the, in the season so far. The Bulls, we rank fifth right now in the NBA with 18.3 deflections per game. 
Now, that doesn't always translate to fast break points for the Bulls, um, but we need it to, especially in a game like this. We rank right now 18th in fast break points with 13.4 fast break points per game. Um, but with the number of deflections we can get with, like, like I said, the renewed focus that we use against like the Toronto Raptors, we can definitely be higher than that. But that is going to be a big part of this game as well. How we get in those passing lanes has always been one of the Bulls' strengths. Even last season, when the Bulls were firing on all cylinders and looking the best defensively that they did last season, it was because of deflections, getting out in transition, the passing on this team. Gorn is going to be hugely important in this game as well, just being able to constantly keep up that pressure. How does Andre Drummond look upon being out for six weeks? I mean, six, six games. Take a look at that as well. But Javante Green, Alice Caruso, and what their contributions have been in that, in that part of their game Getting those type of deflections, I think, is something that, that can easily go understated because it's not something that we always focus on and see. We see it in the game, right? But because it doesn't always it doesn't always translate to true fast break points, sometimes it can go overlooked. But that is a big part of why the Chicago Bulls defense has been as good as what it is so far in the season. I think we are, as of right now, if I'm not mistaken, we are the 10th ranked defense in the uh, we drop down to 11, the 11th ranked defense in the NBA. So, you know, the Bulls are going to have to play to their strengths. And they're going to have to keep in mind to not allow the Pelicans to get hot in the paint. And to do that, we're going to have to get, if we can get a lot of deflections on, um, on passes that they're trying to get into the lane, that can change the outlook of this game completely. And look at Caruso and Javante Green to be hugely important for this team. And then as well as that, right, we just talked about the New Orleans Pelicans' size. Us going small in this situation outside of Andre Drummond being able to push the pace, which Drummond is actually good in transition as well, is going to help counteract that as well. The Bulls have to be locked in in that area. Now, before we go, I do want to talk about Kobe White and his injury. Like, the fact that Kobe White's injury has been all kind of up and down, right? It started off with one thing. It, it changed. Well, I think we started off with a shoulder, changed to a quad. Um, and at this point, they're not even listing the injury. They're just saying he's out. He's missed a ton of games in a row. And, you know, for a season that Kobe White was coming into, this being his first full offseason in the NBA, his first time going through a training, a full training camp, having this type of thing and what he was doing, a lot of people thought that if Kobe was going to make that leap to being a consistent player off the bench for the Chicago Bulls, it was going to be this season. Now, while Kobe White has made a lot of improvements so far this season, they haven't been to the level that we would see, and he still regressed some in shooting-wise. Kobe White has not shot the ball well on this season. So far. And, you know, with Kobe White being out, I want, I, want to, I want to present this when it comes to Kobe White. And you guys can let me know what you think and how you feel about it. If you guys think that I'm way off bases and tripping on this one, because you very well may, may think I am. And before I get into this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to preface this by, by giving some numbers. And I, I know the advanced analytics sometimes go over some people's heads, but it is things that I use. So Kobe White right now is having the, the lowest efficiency rating of his career at 7.58. His, his PER last season was the highest of his career with 12.60, which still isn't great. His usage rate has dropped from 19 to 18. His turnover uh, ratio has gone up from last season from 7.5 to 7.8. Not a huge increase there. His true shooting percentage, this is the biggest concern, has dropped eight percentage points. He had a true shooting percentage last season, which was his highest, of 56%. This season so far, it's 48.3% true shooting. That is not effective. That's not getting it done. Then when you look at the raw actuals, he's shooting the worst three-point percentage of his career, 29.4, while taking the second highest amount of threes in his career, which is surprising to me. Now, he is taking the least amount of shots overall in his career. So far, he's averaging about eight shots per game so far. He's been a career 12-shot-a-game person, so he's taking four less shots. Kobe White has regressed 
in just about every area of his game. While the off-the-ball defense has gotten better, the passing has gotten better, his dribbling has gotten better. But as far as the things that are measurable, Kobe White is having undoubtedly the worst season of his career so far in the seven games he's played. Now, this is early in the season. This can completely change. Seven games does not make it make a season, and, and we know that. He can literally come in and have three really good games in a row that completely changes these averages and percentages. But the question that I want to present here is that if Kobe White, when he does come back, he's probably going to see averaging 21 minutes per game, which again is down six minutes from what he played last season. And that goes when you have a veteran like Gorn who's just outperforming Kobe White. But with that being said, Kobe's still going to have a role when he initially comes back from injury. I think they are going to still give him a time to earn a role in this rotation. But the question I'm going to present to you guys is how close are we to Kobe just being out of the rotation? This is an important year for Kobe. This was important for we know he's going into restricted free agency this season. Him and the Bulls did not work out a contract extension. And his NBA future really all hinges on how he plays this season. Now, again, being only 22 years old, he turns 23 in February. There's still probably going to be a team out there that wants to bet on Kobe White's potential. But what are they willing to pay is the question of that, right? That's the question that's going to be answered over the course of the season. But when you have a hungry rookie in Dalen Terry, when you have a veteran who's just playing way more savvy and way more intentional and way better than Kobe and Goran Dragic, and you need to make more minutes. Now that Derrick Jones Jr. has also shown that he's making an impact out there in his time on the court. Are we getting to the point now where Kobe White may be phased out of the rotation for the Chicago Bulls? That's the question that I want to lay out here. And I want to hear from you guys on this one. Again, this may be something I pick up in a later video after Kobe White really comes back and we see what he looks like. But I want to hear from you guys. Do you think that Kobe White is dangerously close with how the bench has performed and how the shooting from the bench has actually been better playing Gorn in those minutes rather than Kobe? Now, there could be something to say that you don't want to play Gorn 25 minutes a game considering he's a veteran. But what is there to say about Kobe White potentially losing his spot in the rotation while he's having one of the worst seasons statistically of his career? so far let me know what you guys think about that one down below i can't wait to hear from you guys sound off on that but make sure you're following the show at bull central pod you can send us any feedback questions comments concerns bull central pod at gmail.com lastly if you want to leave a text and our voicemail the number to do so 773-270-2799 we're the number one spot for everything chicago bulls related because of you guys and like i like to end everything on go bulls love you guys peace y'all this has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.